Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This could could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Hello, and welcome to Lewis Black's Rantcast 125. That's the 125th Rantcast entitled TikTok. Yes, sirree. The sound of time passing TikTok and that extraordinary app that everyone loves and doesn't want to get rid of, even if they're being tracked. But we will get to that in just a moment. But first, uh, let me just say messages from the rubber chicken, not not even direct, not even a direct message. Nope, just uh, I'm catching as I can. Rumor has it. He is caddying uh, this week down um, down in Augusta. For the Masters, I don't know uh, how this could even be possibly happening. He knows nothing about golf. He has, uh, I don't think he's got the feet for it. I don't, or, or I don't know how you carry clubs on a wing. Uh, I, it's just unbelievable to me. Or and I thought he uh, actually went to the uh, uh, NCAA's to to watch, uh, you know, uh, Connecticut and San Diego State. Uh, which I lucky enough to be able to sit and watch last night. Um, I'd done, uh, i done the first run at this Rancast and now I'm giving an, another shot. Um, because I was, I think I was, you know, just kind of rushing through it in order to get out there and see this. And now I'm going to rush through it to get to dinner. Cause that is almost as important at the NCAAs, which were an extraordinary event that I'm sad or over. And let me just say the women's uh, Final Four and the, well, the whole women's NCAA tournament was spectacular and hopefully uh, has moved them into another echelon and maybe on the basis of um, the uh, this year's uh, NCAA, uh, NCAAs uh, for, for the women, uh, maybe on the basis of how extraordinary, uh, especially the, the the final four were, uh, one might think uh, that they would pass the ERA on the basis of that alone. Okay, uh, maybe they will. They should, um, and uh, and it costs uh, more actually to get scalp tickets uh, for that event in, than it was to get it for the men's event. So let's move on and let's get things into parity and let's. Um, 
and let's hopefully uh, see the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill back in it next year. But I don't think so, because I think we're in a different landscape now, and um, we'll discuss it. Uh, I've already discussed it. No need to dwell on that. It's time to TikTok. And yes, sirree, we have finally all the time that it passed, and that's the reason I was saying TikTok. The amount of seconds, minutes, hours, days of wondering when are they going to are they going to do this? Are they going to convict him? Is he going to come in? Is he going to be the indictment? Yes, there was an indictment, and today the um, they announced uh, what <laughs> what the charges were: thirty four felony counts. I have not sat down and watched it because this morning I was driven off of it. Because literally, uh, they've said it before, they've said it again. I'm certainly not one who has said it as much as others. Uh, just sucks the air out of the room. He, he sucks the air out of the room. I turn the TV on and they literally, for a half an hour, uh, are describing, are discussing, conjecture, conjecture, conjecture. Which route will they take to get down there? They could get this way. And this is New York. This is New York. They're discussing it on the New York station. Are you fucking serious? Devoting that kind of time? Who gives a shit what Rowdy took down? Okay? Unless you're driving an ambulance, that's who should be given the information. And anybody else, just stay out of downtown. It's not difficult. Look at a fucking map. God damn, it was appalling to put that kind of energy and what will happen and every step of the way and what's happening down here and will there be cameras in there and yada, 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 fuck. Okay, I grant you it is historical, but we make it hysterical and you can quote me on that. It's ridiculous. You know, it's just fucking ridiculous. The amount of, 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 and he'll have to sit here and we, are only going to have, there's the one photo and we'll see that tomorrow. And then the discussion, oh, you know, boy, look at him. He's there. You know, uh, this is the one re- way he doesn't want to be seen as a criminal um, or not, a, you know, or someone on trial. Oh, God. Oh, by God. And now he'll be blowing hard for a while and they, the other side will be blowing hard for a while. And meanwhile, just let him, you know, let it, let the due process go. And the nonsense about this judge, a judge who is literally well-respected by uh, both the prosecutors and, um, and, and, and defense, uh, and those who, the defense attorneys, literally, literally respected by both sides. And you're going to yell about him? Fuck you. Stop it already. And um, we will now move on. I, we, we have to stop this this seconds ticking and ticking and ticking and all we fill those seconds up with what will happen and what happens if, and will there be a giant riot down there? And yesterday, actually during the, the, uh, the initial time that I was talking about this, I said, nothing was going to happen and nothing fucking did happen. Marjorie Taylor green showed up and quack, quack, honk, honk. And the other side was there and they were, they were both sides are yelling at each other and both sides are different sides of the park and not enough people for it to fucking matter. And there's no reason to go there. None, none at all. Take him in, get that going. And then he flies back. He flew back to Mar-a-Lago and they followed him out. It was like, uh, uh, they, they can't get enough of showing us cars racing to airports or wherever the fuck ever since OJ, it's like me. Ooh, this will be interesting. Let's watch a car. Wow. Meanwhile, TikTok is TikToking. 
and they are certainly TikToking away. TikTok is, uh, I've now heard enough information about TikTok that I don't really uh, have any idea. I don't know uh, if it's uh, safe for us to use it. I don't know if it's not safe. I do know that uh, everybody's tracking us. And if everybody's tracking us, um, we should get paid for the information that they're taking from us. Okay? You know, they they can't seem to get enough information about us. And so why don't they give us a form, we'll fill it out, and say, just send us 10% of what the fuck you're making off of our fucking tired asses. Huh? Shouldn't that be what it's about? I think it is. I think that's exactly what it should be about. Uh, ludicrous that this is uh, what's going on at this point. And I, there are people who, um, uh, well-respected uh, folks in the tech field, uh, professors uh, who, who are really not left-wing or right-wing. They're just technical folks who say that there is nothing to be afraid of. And then, of course, there are people who say that there's everything to be afraid of. And, um, and what will the what will the communist Chinese do with the data they borrow and take from us? And meanwhile, on Facebook, we already went through where they, you know, kind of fucked with an election by a bunch of bots and the rest of that shit. And I don't even have time to go into it. And uh, so we've already been through it. So, you know, it just really is a question of which party thinks that the communist Chinese are going to help them. Oh boy. It's uh, but I have uh, was at a very uh, exciting weekend because a tornado uh, was n- no more than 30 miles away from uh, from where I was performing this weekend. Ocean City, Maryland uh, went down there for the first time in 100 years. Really uh, splendid venue, except you could hear the wind, which isn't really good when you're in the midst of a tornado warning. And there's nothing worse than being in a tornado warning as I was, and we're, I'm getting ready to go to the show, and you're looking on the TV. And they're telling you what counties it's going to hit. You don't know what fucking county you're in. I mean, I lived in Maryland, but I don't know what county Ocean City is in. And God damn it, that was freaky. Um, and uh, especially over the weekend, in, uh, I don't know if you heard, in Illinois, just outside of Chicago, really, a tornado came blasting through and ripped the goddamn uh, roof off of a building while, they, while these folks are uh, watching a show, which is, I told the audience that... The, I admired their courage for coming out uh, to see it, or maybe they wanted to see what would happen if a roof was ripped off of a of a major venue. Um, but it was uh, it was they were a, a great crowd, and the sound of the wind is always nice. It, it, nothing better than to end a joke and you don't get the laugh, and you're whoosh, whoosh. couldn't be happier. Uh, and then went on to Baltimore, uh, which was. Uh, my folks were uh, lived in Owings Mills, just outside of there, and uh, it was quite nice to uh, to be back there, be back in what is a, really my ancestral home, uh, the state of Maryland. Uh, when I'm not so much Ocean City, not so much. I didn't go there as a child, but Baltimore and Washington D.C. and Silver Spring were really pivotal uh, when I was growing up, and uh, spent a lot of time in Baltimore since then, and it's a it's a town that uh, continues to try to find itself and hopefully will <laughs> during this go around. But it was the theater has been renovated. The Hippodrome is spectacular uh, at this point. It's where uh, Chris Rock did his special and, and, and I did my show. And, uh, and it was the, the real delight there was getting to see my mother's and father's caregivers who did an extraordinary job. Uh, 
that's how my parents were able to live as long as they were 24 seven care, um, under, under folks who were giving, um, as much time, energy, and love to them, uh, as, as they would to their families. And, uh, it, it, not enough can be said about those who truly are, uh, are, are really the, those who, who are the caregivers in this country. Um, uh, they, they're, it's, it's, it's an amazing, it's amazing what they do. It's amazing who they are, uh, and, and how much, uh, love and, uh, how much care that they can give to, to folks who are really not family. Um, this used to be, um, I, you know, a hundred years back, that was the family that did it. And now as we kind of make our ways around the country, it allowed me to, um, to leave and, and, um, wander about and do my act, uh, knowing that my parents were being taken care of in this fashion. And, um, I was thrilled to be able to, uh, honor them, uh, this past Sunday. It was, um, it meant a lot to me, and uh, I hope it meant uh, a lot to them. I, I, it's it's hard to really express the and the, that kind of love that you feel for um, those who have taken care of your parents. It's you you don't know how to honor them, and uh, I gave it a shot. I was able to talk about them a bit and brought the lights up, and uh, and then the audience responded in a fashion that really uh, stunned me and they uh, they gave him a st standing ovation for over tw 20 minutes no <laughs> no um, sorry they they gave him a standing ovation for a minute um, which is pretty remarkable and I um, uh, I, I hope it was uh, it was a, a gift that uh, that they will cherish. Uh, I know that I will, and I uh, certainly will uh, cherish. Uh, I, I, I couldn't um, have asked more from uh, my audience and can't believe how much uh, they gave of themselves. It was quite a night. Um, and my parents would have been, I think, very happy. And uh, I'm glad that, that they took uh, the my, my mother didn't even get COVID. I mean, that's all you need to know. Uh, didn't get COVID. These people really, that's how much care they took. And, and some of them came down with COVID while it happened. And still, they made sure that uh, they did everything they could in their power to avoid it and vaccinated, uh, which was very important. And so really, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, going to read you a few things and then we'll get out of here. Uh, and um, it's really extraordinary that the uh, in uh, Australia uh, <clears throat> they've unveiled a virtual reality installation that gives users a simulated experience of dying of cardiac arrest and floating out of their bodies. If the, sim if the simulation gets too intense, staff are on hand to pull you out. Not on your fucking life. Who the fuck wants to s simulate? A fucking heart attack and an out-of-body experience, okay? I've had one uh, real out-of-body experience, which occurred while I was meditating. Not medicating, meditating. Seriously, I meditated for a while until this moment in time under a sheet. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, 
10 minutes into it, I was, I saw what was, I was, I was breathing what seemed to be completely pure oxygen. And, um, I was staring at a blue and then I saw a cloud and I thought I'm fucking in the sky. And that was that it freaked me the fuck out. And so I am not going to go out, but that was at least in a relaxed state. At least there was, but not, I don't, there's no reason to go simulate a goddamn, uh, fucking, um, uh, a goddamn heart attack to, to have an out, just simulate the out of body experience, you idiots. Wow. Oh, you Australians, sometimes you crazy. I think crazy being an island out there by yourself. Get up to no good. That's right. And then <clears throat> the uh, this, I think, is spectacular. Um, the, and I think we, we all can understand this, that the uh, the prompt, there was a prompt recapturing of two Virginia inmates who, after laboriously tunneling out of prison, using a toothbrush, using a toothbrush, went for pancakes in an IHOP seven miles away where fellow diners recognized them from news reports. They got out of prison, literally tunneled out with a toothbrush to get to an IHOP. And who can blame them? Who can fucking blame them with a rainbow of goddamn syrups. All they wanted was a pancake or maybe a side of pancakes with their, with their omelet, which is something I've always enjoyed. Um, and then any one of the six syrups, boysenberry, uh, you know, blueberry, huckleberry, elderberry, strawberry, smots. who can, can you imagine? Imagine that you come out of prison, you have, all you gotta do is run. And they had to stop. They had to stop for a pancake. They took them back to jail. Um, I hope that, but I think that maybe, maybe that uh, moment in the, uh, that moment there in the, while eating those pancakes will be a memory that'll serve them good stead as I guess they add another three years to their term. But somebody ought to study how the fuck they got out with a toothbrush. Because maybe they want to give them a mechanical engineering disease d- degree, not disease. What the fuck? That's enough. We've talked too much already when you say a mechanical engineering disease degree. My father was a mechanical engineer, and he'd be really appalled that I just said that. And so I leave you now um, with a really uh, a great uh, recording of the rants from 2017, November. Uh, done in Norfolk, Virginia. And uh, I hope you enjoyed them as much as I enjoyed reading them. And uh, let me thank you again for joining me here today. And let me thank all the folks who've been coming to the shows that have come out to Skokie and uh, Nashville, Indiana, and uh, uh, Ocean City, uh, Baltimore, and um, Virginia Beach. Uh, it's really great to be on the road with, again. And uh, you, you folks, thank you for, thank you for coming back out, and, um, spending time with me, because I love spending time with you as I have today. So, you know, take care of each other. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find 
people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. We are uh, coming to you live from the Chrysler Hall, and uh, I will read to you uh, to explain where we are. I think this sums it up. This is from Andrea. Andrea, not on your life, sent this in. And I believe she's here this evening. Where, are you? No. Uh, see, that's sad. There are three of you here. When I said I've been talking about mental health problems, and obviously this city has a, certainly a big one. If The person is sitting in three different seats. It's spectacular. Uh, it is November 16th. You know what city you're in? 
The Marcel Marceau impersonators from the Weather Channel never know when they come here. They are too busy showing us how windy it is while the hurricanes must their hair. The Fox football crew was here last week and they didn't know. You are not in the great state of Nebraska, which proudly claims Nor Fork as its own. You are in Naw Goddamn Fuck Virginia. No mental health problem here. That's just a sign of intelligence. Please, Lewis, only you will have the balls to let the world, or at least the 13 people currently listening to this show, to, <laughs> to improve their English, know once and for all that you are standing in the great city of Norfolk. These wimp-ass newscasters with their two bright smiles and forced cheer managed to say anything other than fuck. I get it. Some wound up conservative might whine and complain so the rest of us have to have our ears tortured. Thank you, Lewis, from a proud Norfuckian Nor here tonight. <laughs> So we are in Naw Fuck, Virginia. It's interesting to note uh, that uh, I have been coming here for years, and uh, uh, I think one of the first times that uh, I really kind of had broken through where Comedy Central was sending me out as kind of an ambassador for the, for the channel, you know, much to their fucking chagrin, I think. Uh, but I ended up coming down here, and I, I, I'm born and raised around uh, Maryland, around Silver Spring, Maryland, Washington, and stuff. And uh, don't, please, 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 get a grip. Um, and uh, what you, what I knew from that, and from being down here enough during the course of my life, was is that there's, you know, there's Norfolk and Ports, Ports fuck, and <laughs> suck fuck, and tiny fuck, and. Newport News and then Virginia Beach and yeah, the excitement is the, the excitement is palpable in this room and uh, and for some reason that uh, I will never understand they uh, they they decided at that point when I was coming down here to, that they were going to call it all of it Hampton Roads which seemed to be a concept that some fucker in the Virginia government said, I know what we'll do. Nobody's coming to this shithole we live in. We're gonna give it a name that'll make it sound like it's really great. It'll be Hampton Roads and people will flock. Well, there's no, what are you shitting me? So I came down and it was the same shithole. But this time, and John was on stage tonight, he talked about it. This is the first time I wandered around here. There's a lot of stuff going on, fuckers. First off, you finally discovered that you have a, a goddamn, that you're on water. <laughs> For years, this fucking seemed to have escaped you. You have the Navy here and yet you go, oh, let's not do anything down by the water. <laughs> Fuck it, you know, we'll just, it'll be shitty down there and we'll go, go fuck, look at that, don't shitty, it's shitty down there. <laughs> now you get this whole goddamn fucking walkway that goes all the way to fuck around, it goes everywhere. And then you got a goddamn fucking paddle wheel ferry for, re I, for reasons that escape me, it's so idyllic. 
splashing water up so you can go from Norfolk to Portsmouth. It's phenomenal. You got a food fuck mark. You got fucking identity, and you're fucking building shit everywhere. You got the fucking, you got a Marriott. Who's coming to the Marriott? Huh? Who the fuck is, what are you, do you think that there's no money coming in here? I don't know what the fuck's going on, but you fuckers are up to something. And I know uh, people go, well, you know, there's some bad areas around here. Well, there are bad fucking areas everywhere. But whatever you got, you've done a, you've fucking put shit up. And by putting a lot of shit up, then less shit will occur around the bigger shit. That's the way shit works. Of course, I could come back in two years and it's just like, <laughs> then there's just bicycles rusting on the, <laughs> in the middle of the street. You got bike lanes now, you fuckers, don't you? Yeah, how hip are you? I didn't see anybody on a bike today, but God damn it, you got those lanes. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, bike lanes. This is from Karen, and I got a bunch of these. So uh, bike lanes, especially here in, Nor in Norfolk, are causing way more, I love saying. I'm gonna just make it, I'm gonna start telling people I am from Norfolk, <laughs> just so I can say that. Uh, bike lanes, especially here in Norfolk, are causing way more traffic than helping the situation. I feel that holds true for every city. It's fucked up in New York, but there, there are more and more people. Those uh, bike lanes are not being built for us. I don't know how old you are, Karen, but uh, they're basically being built for uh, people, who, kids who are growing up now, who are going to ride bikes and aren't going to be. And then by then, by the time they're riding their fucking bikes, then people will be in those cars that just drive them fucking selves. So that's the way it works. That's what appears to be what's going on. And, and if no fuck wants to be a part of what's happening, that's the price you're going to fucking pay. You know? And... Uh, do they have your, do you have places where you can get bikes if you come to your city? Yeah. Of course you do. Of course you fucking do. It's a moneymaker who you'll be making it hand over fist. People are going, fuck, I can't wait to ride around. No, fuck, it's going to be great. In those bike lanes, and I can't wait to see Karen and just go, fuck you, Karen. <laughs> it's so stupid. In the, I, I wish they would print out what's interesting in in uh, New York City, they started building these bike lanes, but you know, and then and uh, putting up these uh, bikes that you could, you know, rent for two or three hours, and they're all over the place. But what they, but it's like, you see, so you have to walk across the bike lane. Well, you fucking for a billion years, you never had to worry about the bike lane, so you never thought about walking into the bike lane. The light changed, and you just fucking walk. Now you got to go, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> And they're not telling us how many people are actually getting hit by fucking bikes. That's, that's, what you, that's the information you need, Karen, to make your case. <laughs> Rant about slacktivists, people that only tackle activism issues behind a computer. Well, that's, the, that's part of the tufsky-shitsky of living now. That's it. Why would you want to fucking do anything? When you can just go, yeah, boy, I don't think you should club those seals. Fuck you. And you press one button. What the fuck? What are you going to do? Who's going to go? Who's got the energy to get to Antarctica, huh? 
What, are you going to get in a boat and go up there? Nope, I don't want you touching those seals, you bastard fucks. Whaling? I'm not going Greenpeace. Of course I want peace, and I want it to be green. What are you going to do? So you, you got to fucking you press the thing, and it fucking does it. And then they, everybody goes, woo-hoo, woo-hoo. a lot of shit that's going on. It's all virtual now. We don't have to march anymore. It's exhausting. I marched a lot. I marched a fucking ton. And did anything happen? Nothing! Not a goddamn thing! So, f- fuck it. If, if I go, okay, I'm there. Fuck you. Yes, I'm, I'm marching 1246. I wish they had a virtual gym. That would be great. That's what I'm waiting for. As a matter of fact, I got a lot of friends who exercise, and when they do, and when they, they call me and go, I just finished exercising, and I said, that's good, because you exercised for me. And that's what they do. That's the way I look at it. And if I look at it that way, according to Oprah, and her whole idea of, like, if you think it, it's happened, whoa, hello. <laughs> People say you look like you, you know, you've been working out, Lewis. I go, no, I got 10 friends who do it for me. This is, this is a sad one. This is from Michael, who's here tonight. Uh, dear universe, what the fuck have we done to offend you that we deserve Donald Trump? <laughs> this, is, this is so perfect from the attitude I've heard here tonight. Sincerely, a concerned speck of dust. <laughs> yep, yep living, living in Norfolk, wow. People who think, says Karen, this is another one from Karen, I think it's the same Karen, she's on a run tonight, huh? (laughs) You're a bitter little lady. (laughs) People who think that eating a gluten-free diet will help them lose weight are fucking morons. I want the gluten-free pasta and the gluten-free sauce with the gluten-free salad dressing. Oh, and don't forget my bread. I can have a little bit of that. (laughs) This is a great one. How does killing elephants help protect the species? That one got you, huh? That got you right in the heart, didn't it? How does it? That's the the thing they did today was is that uh, you know, part of our, you know, save the earth policy. We, you know, the people, you can now, if you kill a, an elephant, you can send, you know, you can send it back here during a certain time. And what they said is that um, this is going to help in terms of, uh, you know, helping, uh, you know, basically uh, save the elephants. And I, it is so, that's, I mean, that's satire. That's the definition of satire. I'm not going to sit here and explain it, and I'm not going to explain it to those of you who live around the world. All I can tell you is, when you say that going to kill elephants is going to help save elephants, doesn't get funnier than that. Who wants to kill an elephant? It's also, what a fucking thing. You know, seriously. The fuck? I can understand hunting like a fucking, a, a, you know, a lion that comes out to, ah, 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 can eat you. I can see that. I get it. I mean, I don't, I, I don't get it. 
I certainly am not going to stand out there with a fucking rifle with a lion and gee, oh, what, what fucking lunatic? Well, yeah, I'll get that lion. No, wait, what, why? Why the lion? Just let the lion fucking go and eat something, you fucking moron. Or it should be eating you. You know, I mean, I don't get, I don't. I understand hunting in the sense of, that sense of uh, conservation of culling the herd. There has to be a certain kind of thing that's done, especially, the, you, you know, there's a gazillion deer uh, in, uh, in upstate New York and all the way up the East Coast. It's just deer, fuck deer, 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 deer. And they're out there all the time and, they're, and you just see them and you go, Lyme disease, run, run fuckers. So there has to be a certain amount. They've kind of like, they stopped the, they've basically kind of said, well, you can only do this amount of shooting during deer season. And then a gazillion more deer came onto the scene. And so there has to be some sort of thing done like that. But going over to, to an elephant is such a, they look so sad and they look like they need glasses and shit. And, <laughs> and they're so big and lumbering. I mean, it's not like, what kind of sport do you get the things moving like, You know, you can, I can see a cheetah maybe, those fucking things, those, those move like bats out of hell. Well, you can, if you can shoot a cheetah, then you've got fucking, you, you deserve some sort of a, a little badge or some shit. <laughs> I can see shooting a hyena, I don't really like them, they irritate the fuck out of me. That's like... That's like that stupid son of a bitch who's in your high school at the back of the class. It's just, you know, he's going to end up no good, you know? And he's just an asshole. Just, shut the fuck up. Goddamn hyena. So, Norfolk has shitty roads. Norfolk has shitty roads, and it floods all the time. Well, you're... Live near the water, fuck not. <laughs> but, but don't you worry with this new, uh, with the new things that we're doing about, you know, the fact that we're ignoring cl the climate change and the scientists, it's really, you don't have to worry about it flooding all the time. It'll just be, you'll be, you'll be moving inland. <laughs> or, or you'll all be living on boats. You'll, you'll all be on the Wisconsin. I'll end with this, this is from uh, Jason. Uh, driving in Norfolk, North, I can't, I look at Norfolk and you say Norfolk, but it's Norfolk, I, it's just amazing. <laughs> Tri driving in Norfolk, you'd think a place with the biggest naval installation, port and shipyard in the whole goddamn world would have a road system that could fucking support it. Nope, nope. There's about a thousand people in the room, about uh, 150 applauded. That means the other 850 liked the two road concept. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of what's going on here in this town has to do with a complete disagreement amongst the population <laughs> about what works and what doesn't work. And 
and they weren't really thrilled that my mother turned 99. <laughs> so two roads to get anywhere, and God forbid you move here from somewhere else. I-64 East and West go north and fucking south. <laughs> The left lane is for passing. Yeah, everywhere else but here. You have somewhere to go? Go fuck yourself. I'm doing 55 and there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. Oh look, a rain cloud. Guess I'll smash into the median. I'll take gridlock in New York City every day of the week. I live 12 miles from work, and it'll be 45 minutes. Might as well sleep in. I'll get there later, but at least it will only take 20 minutes. Thank you, Jason. Before I go, I'd be, I'd be neglectful to say that it's uh, it, the, uh, this is really the largest uh, naval f fucking installation in the in the goddamn world, it, and it's uh, and I think it's uh, what what our uh, military does for us is uh, vital and important, and um, and what they do. Um, it's, is, I, mean, I know we really want to worry about our corporations because they're suffering. I know that we really want to worry about the wealthy because it's really a tough life for them. And you know, a lot of them aren't able to pass on all their money to their children and it just drives them. And it gives them ulcers and they fucking, many of them get skin rashes because of it. And, uh, but I, I think that uh, the folks that really need to be, uh, we need to be concerned with now, and, and, it's, and, and the time is up, okay? Because it's, it's ludicrous, but our military need to be uh, the ones who have, have, have been active, the ones who are active now. They need to be uh, given um, everything that we possibly can to make their life uh, really as complete and as whole as we can do for them, and that's it. <laughs> John and I, uh, John and I did uh, a USO tour together. I think it was uh, for us the most. Uh, it was pivotal in in uh, our understanding of uh, of the of the military and what they do do for us and the level of sacrifice that they uh, that they live at. Uh, we had no clue because literally, uh, unless you are in the community or unless someone in your family is in the military, uh, you really don't know. Uh, and so for us, it was a big change. It turns out that uh, Al Franken uh, today was, fine. he was doing a USO tour um, where uh, apparently he uh, sexually harassed uh, one of the women. And I will, I will say that uh, John and I on those USO tours did not, did not do that. Um, <laughs> John, John, John did try to get into a, a bunk with Kid Rock, but 
But that was, that, that was, that was a drinking incident. And, uh, and, and besides, Kid was asking for it. And, uh, but we really, uh, we, but it's this, what was very funny was just, we were sitting talking on the bus about this and uh, John had said, uh, you know, this took place during a rehearsal when he harassed her. And, uh, and then, and then we, John thought for a minute and he said, God damn it. He said, we never got to rehearse. <laughs> if only we'd had the opportunity. So, so uh, no, it was our pleasure. And uh, I, would, uh, I would certainly come back and, uh, it, and we would entertain the troops uh, anywhere in the world. But uh, I'm not going back to the Mideast. I'm not. I'm not. It's, <laughs> but thanks again, guys. Take care of yourselves. God love you. Good night. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.